Coming to you from Final Third Cigar and Whiskey Lounge in Ingalls, Indiana. Indiana's exclusive Aladino Cigar Lounge. It's Final Third Friday. Well, welcome back to Final Third Friday. I'm Rob. And I'm Isaiah. And today we're going to be pairing... Uh, uh, going back to a pairing we did once before but it's slightly different a little bit different yeah. we're going to be doing the aladino corojo reserva um, this is an all high priming corojo cigar from aladino um, and you're looking at a very full-bodied cigar for an aladino brand yeah we're pairing that today with jack daniels triple mash um, this was a release last year for them kind of a new thing to the market it is a blend of their single malt their rye whiskey and their Tennessee whiskey, which some people have trouble calling a bourbon, but it's a bourbon. It's a bourbon. It's yeah. a bourbon. It follows all the rules for bourbon. The only thing different is it's charcoal filtered, and there's no rules against charcoal filtering bourbon. Yep. So. And uh, this comes in to you at 100 proof. I think that's just a happy medium. It's a good way to start like, the day. I love 100 proofers are great to keep around. They're easy enough for somebody who doesn't drink often to get into and just have enough flavor for those who like barrel-proof stuff. Absolutely, yeah. Great happy medium. Can't go so, wrong with it. Jack Daniels triple mash. This is going to be awesome. Yeah, I think it's going to be a good pairing. Um, we, did this, we did the pairing with the single barrel Jack the first time. And we really fell in love with that pairing, so we thought this might actually up the pairing a little bit more. Yeah. And also, it was our very first recording, which yeah, was this is sitting on my phone. Us, uh, back to to the original recording. Yeah, it was an hour and like forty minutes of Rob and I sitting in a chair with all the lounge fans running, expecting his iPhone to pick us up. So it never did. Uh, well, it, but it did. did. It picked but, up everything else in the room too. It did. Train um, going by. Yeah, yeah. No, so no. Need to watch that? No, no. We're, uh, well, this will be different because we have yeah. more content. We have some different things we want to talk about today. Um, I probably sound exhausted, which I am, because yesterday is the first round of the tournament, um, and IU and Purdue both played last night. And um, yeah, we stayed open until the game was over, and I'm still recovering from it. So yeah, and there might have been a little bit of bourbon involved too. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I don't. Allegedly. I don't think so. I think you only drank about half a bottle of that Peach Street yesterday. That was to get going. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, we kept going last night. So yeah. Well, uh, cool. What's the cold draw like on this one? Oh, oh my gosh! Cinnamon. It's like cinnamon raisin. Cinnamon bread raisin. To me. Actually, or cinnamon raisin brand. Brand. To me. Mm. Yeah. I just pulled a bunch of them. Wow. I normally wipe that off, and I just suck that stuff right into my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> How did it taste? Um, like tobacco. Yeah. We're, we're drinking coffee uh, as well today. Trying to wake up. Uh, just so that this can be a productive show. So, well. Uh, what? A show. <laughs> a, show. <laughs> a show. A show. We're looking well, to give you at least a show. Let's, let's at least nose the whiskey here, yeah. too. So... Last year, this is this came out last year, and um, I feel like the Jack Trip Triple Mash is probably the best thing they've came out with at the price point. 
Maybe so. ever. Maybe ever. I mean, you're talking about a $40 bottle, and it's not the your nose typical is Jack. like cinnamon and honey for me. Yeah, I think the cinnamon's, I'm getting the cinnamon maybe playing off the cigar a little bit. Yeah. You get the sweetness, you get a little bit of that. Um, oh, there's a, there's a fruit. It's like a it's like a dry pungent fruit right now a little bit on me. Mm. But let's get in the cigar first. I don't know. So yeah, so um, when this is airing, the tournament's still going on, and um, we got to witness a 16 beat a one last night. Purdue going down in the first round. Yeah. Um, second time. A one seed's ever gone down in the tournament. Um, pretty nuts. Pretty nuts. A lot of uh, Purdue fans in here last night weren't real happy. I think Eric was happy, though. Shout Eric was Eric just turning shit. He likes that. I don't think Eric really cared either way. He was just more like st likes to stir shit. Which, if you know Eric Jansen, you know I'm not lying. He's good about that. He's good about that. You know what Trey Mac told me about these cigars? Hmm. The ones in cellophane taste better. <laughs> I've heard him say that too. Which, um, you know, there there could be something to that. With the highest priming leaf like this being enclosed, it might actually let as they age because they're going to age for a while anyway. It it could just intensify the flavors of the of the wrapper. No, that was a complete lie. No, I don't think so. No, no, no. There was a joke that Trey Mack told me because he had a customer at an event. Oh, wait, they don't try, age them that way. Never mind. I'm sorry. Try and buy the ones in cellophane because oh, this customer you. thought they tasted better than I the gotcha. ones. I gotcha. Yeah. The, well, you're so tired that joke just ran all it the ran way right over, over me. Yeah. Well, but I was thinking, though, if you, but you don't age in cellophane. Uh -uh. That's where my brain was. I mean, you, they put them in the boxes and they may sit for a while, but I could see that though. Like just like um, when we age cigars in cellophane, you see that brown on the cellophane coming oh, out. Yeah. I could see maybe intensifying the flavor on them, but but these have never been in cellophane except for the little number fours. Uh, except for except for the number fours, and then the uh, the event. Yeah. Corojos. Yeah, uh, when they give out events. Yeah. Because they're not in boxes. Uh -uh. Dude, this thing is a treat in the morning. Ooh. It's like, it does all the cinnamony goodness. Yeah, and the thing I like about this Robusto is I feel like the Robusto probably has the best flavor of all of them, except for the number four. Yeah. The number four being in limited release, uh, we were going to do the number four on the show, but since we're down to a couple boxes of it, and we're probably not getting this for a few years, or at least a couple years, it made sense to go ahead and do the Robusto, because this is going to be available forever. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And honestly, the flavor on it's not that far off. You just get a longer smoke out of it, so. Yeah, it was, uh, this thing is crazy good. It's almost like a uh, savory cinnamon, some sort of toast in there and on the on the retro hail there is spice but it's, it's more baking spice well i'm getting just like the tingle of the red pepper spice hmm. not super spicy but that tingle of like a cayenne pepper yeah i'm not getting that as much 
Oh. oh. Yeah, that's, that's a good way to start the day. Move. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's making that so much sweeter. Oh yeah. It's like pulled out some brown sugar cinnamon notes in the uh, triple mash. Yeah. Oh. Oh man, there's a. Did you get that fruit? No. Oh my gosh, it's like literally like peaches in a can with a syrup. Huh. That was the weirdest thing. It just hit me like a ton of bricks. I can kind of see that. And then... Uh, just like what's hanging on the palate. Going back to... The, going back to this cigar reminds me of just like a dry cinnamon. Like this cigar is dry cinnamon. Like legitimately reminds me of all those uh, cinnamon scented decorations that like your mom got. From Hobby Lobby during the fall. Oh, yeah. Like, you walk by a box of potpourri and it's just cinnamon hanging just everywhere. Cinnamon. Oh, yeah. That freaking broom that sits in the corner that somehow <laughs> yeah. smells like cinnamon. Yeah, years it's, later. Yeah, yeah, the cinnamon broom. It's got to be good for you. Yeah. Here, kids, bring this in. Why don't people say that cinnamon's antimicrobial? So maybe uh, Corojo leaf is good for you because of the cinnamon notes. Could be. And by the way, the fruit, it wasn't pear. It's the banana from the Tennessee. Oh, Tennessee banana. It's that banana peel right now. <coughs> oh, I could. Yeah. It's like super strong for me. I, it's, I feel oh, like yeah. my, right on the finish. It's yeah. like. Uh, it's like really ripe banana peel. To me, it's like. Uh, just a slightly bitter banana laffy taffy. You <laughs> see that? It's like that that weird. It's yeah, I don't, it's weird. I it's, don't know who associated that flavor as banana, but they did that. You know. And now it sticks. Now, now it is. Yep. Huh? That's really, really good. Yeah. So since we are sitting here talking about um, Aladino, we do have an Aladino event coming up. Actually, when this airs, it'll be a week away. Yeah. Um, it is April 1st, the Aladino uh, final third, final four. Yeah. And it's, a, um, it's something to be at. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a, we're gonna have our really good box deals we do for events. Um, we've got some special cigars that, that Trey will be bringing to give out that you can only get at events now. Um, we got some swag coming, too, that will be able to yeah. give away as well. Um, but we'll be doing, doing that on from 5 to 8 o'clock on Saturday the 1st. Yeah. And uh, so we're excited to have Aladino out, Trey Mac out. Um, Husto's not making this trip. He's doing his world tour right now, but he'll be back hopefully later this <laughs> summer. Husto's world tour. Husto's world tour, Playing tour, arenas man. near you. Exactly, yeah. yeah. But um, so, yeah, we'll have Trey Mac out here having a good time. Um, Rumor has it there's a secret cigar there. There is? There Event is. only. It's like... Uh, well, it's called the Project Lomas, mm -hmm. and if you like, if you like Aladino, I am sure you will find the Project Lomas interesting. There's no other way to get it. Yeah, and and the other thing too is while you're here, if you if you get some of those, just talk to Trey Mac about it. And ask, ask some questions about it. Now I don't know what details he's gonna have um, because these are, like I said, event only cigars. There there's some ideas of what they are. They probably are like. 
cigars that have like a lot of age on them that have been sitting around, and they're like, let's release these things as special releases yeah. only. Um, so they're doing that for events. And honestly, if you're in another region and you see an Aladino event, they're probably going to have these as well. Yeah, this you better is be the way up. they do the events now. Yeah, you so, better show up. Uh, now I will say we might have. We have crazy good discounts on the box prices here when we do events. Oh uh, yeah, a little lower, a little bit bigger discount than you get at a lot of events. But you know, come in and get so a box if you're uh, not extremely local. Call in, call in at the shop. We can invoice you, do all that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I will say also, we're selling candelas like crazy. Yeah, and um, it's been a good first week of the candela it really has and we're looking i mean we have a, i have a lot of boxes of those because i knew how good they were and um that would be a good week to get a box of those because you're looking at when you buy a box of those 20 cigars four of those are free in the event plus you're getting the event cigars you're getting four more so you're getting yeah you're buying 20 getting eight free cigars yep I mean, that's like 80 bucks. Yep. It's like, so, I mean, that's that's a great deal. Plus, you'll probably get some swag. So, so yeah, come out. We want to so see you. The uh, first week of the Candela has been, I have been really, really happy with how it's gone. Like, Rob and I both smoked the Candela before we actually got them in for retail. Uh, and, and I was impressed with it then. Yeah. But now, it's like... The ones that came specifically ready to go, like Rob and I's, got jostled around on a plane. I yeah, it. I like, mean, and that's the thing. When we were down in Honduras, we were smoking the good ones. I mean, when I was in Miami, um, and they didn't release these, and I don't know if they will down the road. I hope they do, because if they do, I'm going to buy the hell out of them. Yeah. Candela Lanceros, or Elegantes, mm. they call them. And so I smoked really good ones down there, so I knew how good they were. Unfortunately, the ones I brought back... We're in a plastic bag on a plane from Honduras, being rifled through by TSA when we yeah. got back, and I'm yeah. like, I'm like, man, I don't know how good they are, and they weren't. I mean, they they were good cigars. Yeah, they weren't handled well in transit. Yeah, so that was all on me. Uh, but the people that smoked them liked them, and now that they came back in, people yeah. are buying them like crazy. I mean, and I have tortured, I have torture tested them so far here. The ones that we've got in the boxes. Uh, holds up to the Calibri Deep V. Absolutely. Just fine. Yep. Like, it's a wonderful cigar. Perfect burn line for me. Yeah. Um, it's I'm, definitely I'm not your... I'm just really impressed by how many minds have been changed. Oh, I by know. By the Aladino Candela. It's just not your traditional Candela. You're not getting the grassy notes. You're not getting that vegetal taste. Um, it's not quite as green as some of them are, but you're getting a little bit of that alfalfa hay kind of note to them. But you're getting all that Corojo spice in there. Yeah. And it's just, it's a different animal. It's more of a medium, medium plus, maybe even medium full at times, where a lot of candelas are so mild that all yeah. you taste is grass. So I, just get in here and try it. I mean, I can't say anymore. It's just, it's a freaking amazing cigar. Yeah. It's definitely in my top two or three best cigars of the year already. I, he, I don't know that, it's, that it ranks up there for me quite yet, but I am... It feels like innovation in a community that doesn't get it very often. Like somebody is taking what you've grown to expect from a Candela and just flipped it on its head. Yeah. Um, which, which is kind of what Julio does. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. So, yeah, get out here. Get them. Because, I em. mean, once these – I ended up with 30 boxes. Um, once these are gone, 
Um, I don't know how quickly we'll get more. Um, I'm, I'm hoping, because that, that was one of the things that everyone was releasing these because of St. Patrick's Day. I don't like that because this thing is not a gimmick cigar at all. Get out and smoke it. I'm going to be smoke. I've smoked one every day since we've had them. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to be smoking one here in a little while again because I love them. There you go. So it's it's an everyday cigar. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know what I'll follow this up with today. I think, you know, it's it does lean more on the full-bodied side, but it's not full-bodied and crazy spicy. Uh, but yeah. speaking of full-bodied cigars, Calvin, which... Calvin Woods? Yeah, Calvin Woods. He's with Dissident, Black Label, and Black Works. Yeah. He came out and visited us yesterday, and he's a... He's just a, cool a dude. great guy. He really is. Um, well, and he that, has weird views on cats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I hope he listens to this because if we get some response back, <laughs> we might actually tell that story. We'll wait and see if he actually listens. Yeah, to this. yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, so Sin, Sin Coburn. If you follow her on Instagram, or if you ever seen her, um, she is the owner of Dissident Cigars. She would reached out to me because we've had some customers come in here that reached out to her and said, hey, I'd love to see your brand in Final Third. Yeah. So she reached out. We got to talking, and Calvin is the rep for them, and he came in and brought some samples, and they're really good. They are really good. <laughs> the other thing I got to say about Calvin, and this is just kind of a rep pet peeve, that dude had a Pelican-type case with his cigars in it, and they were all separated. And they were all good. Yeah. Yeah. He even, he even not only separated, but separated them in se individual bags. Individual to bags. To keep them from banging around. And, uh, and had a hygrometer in there. Yeah. Like, Every cigar we man. got was it was pr pristine, ready mm -hmm. to smoke. Um, I mean, honestly, I remember smoking a couple of those cigars before... Sin bought the company yeah. and before the changeover and everything. And I didn't like a couple of the blends, but man, I mean, jumping into that soapbox yesterday. Oh, yeah. That thing was fantastic. Yeah, that a soapbox is a, um, I would call that a full bodied cigar. Would you? At least medium full. Medium full. In that nah, final yeah, third, medium, medium it's full. full yeah. Dude. Uh, spicy. Maduro Sumatra wrapper over Nicaraguan binder and filler. Oh, yeah. I was telling Rob yesterday when we were smoking it, I had their, like, pseudo-Corona size. It was it was just a slightly larger ring gauge Corona. It was like a 48, I think. I don't know. 48, so usually a Lonsdale size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but we were talking, and I was like, this is... A cigar that would hit our knuckle sandwich Maduro customers. Like I think similar so. build, just completely different. It presents similar flavors in a very different way. Yeah. It's unique. Yeah. There's almost a dried fruit note on that cigar, which I couldn't pinpoint yesterday because I was like four cigars in by the time I got to right. that one. But well, and, and that was the thing too. We, we had already been smoking cigars. I think I was in four or five at that yeah. time too. They still held up to smoking a bunch of cigars, so there's a lot of flavor in those. Yeah, um, we will be bringing those in here in the next few weeks, so be on the lookout for some new cigars to humidor from them. Um, still, we got we got samples of most of their core line. We're going to be trying and going through. 
that's probably what we'll be going through next anyway. Yeah. Um, so we'll be figuring some things out and hopefully bring in, you know, four to eight new blends, depending on what's yeah, good. I mean, it, it'd be good to get a new brand in there for yeah. sure. Um, well, and that's, we're, we're looking at not just Dissident, because I'm thinking about looking at Black Label and, and especially, um, uh, well, Black Label, not especially Black Label, not Black Works. I think Killer B is in Black Label, right? Black Works. Oh, they're Black Works. Okay, so more Black Works, because I love the Killer B. I smoked one of the Hornets yesterday. That Hornet was really good. Yeah. It's the one that just has like a little candela curl at the end to make it look like a Hornet. Yeah. Um, but it's really good. Um, you got a Killer B. I did. And that's the one you need to smoke today because I think you're going to like oh, it. It's, it's full I'm body. I'm looking forward to that for sure. Um, yeah. but, but again, they're one of those brands that do a lot of stuff in smaller ring gauges. They do the normal sizes as well, but they will do a lot of the smaller ring gauges, which is nice because... That's what we like, and I think a lot of our customers do too. So, yeah. so yeah, uh, look for them. They'll be out here. Love doing an event with Sin. I mean, she she brings a following wherever she goes. Yeah. She's a real cool girl, um, doing some great things in the industry right now. And she's a little crazy. She's a little crazy. I, th I think um, I think she would fit in well here. Yeah. So looking we have forward quite to meeting the her. The crew as it is. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if you know the brand, you know kind of the the artwork behind all their bands and stuff like that it really makes for a really cool presentation now one thing calvin said which i would agree with slightly was you know a lot of people look at the branding and look at the the bands and stuff on there and they're a little bit boring on a few of the bands i kind of agree with him on that a little bit yeah but if the cigar holds up i don't care what the I band looks like i'm gonna be peeling it, that bad boy off yeah, at some point yeah. anyway so Another so, plus for them. Those bands came right off. Easy. Right off. Which you guys that have been listening a while know that that's one of my pet peeves. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> if I got to pick at the band, which I'm fully expecting to do on this Corojo Reserva when we get up to it. Nah, these are usually pretty easy. Well, the, the Corojo Reserva band's easy. The Aladino band can be a little bit tougher. But I know. You just got to wait for that heat to hit it, man. Yeah. So, so that's that. Um, this week also was it Thursday night um, Tyler Jones brought by Hector Alfonso shout out to Hector Alfonso shout out Hector is the master blender for Espinosa so if you've ever smoked any of the Espinosa he was the guy that that blended that cigar yeah um, one of the ones he was talking about being super happy with it what he did was that 55 with knuckle sandwich which As was, he should be. Which is in my be. top three cigars of the year yeah. easily right now. Um, but, you know, he's just a really cool guy. Uh, we definitely like to do an event with him sometime out here because he's super knowledgeable about the industry, super humble. Yeah. I mean, he was just talking to me. I mean, this this guy's a master blender for Espinosa. He's talking about how he's nerding out, going out, meeting other blenders from other brands and stuff. And I'm like... That's cool. That's just a guy that loves the industry. That's a guy who's a lifelong learner. Yep. And, like, there's a lot of people that think that they've made it, and as soon as you think that... Someone well, shows you you haven't. Or or you just end up getting defensive and make yourself look stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Month of the Cigar of the Month Club. <laughs> Who? What? <laughs> Spilling the tea wrong? What? What happened there? You're going to talk about 
Pro. Nah, we've done that before. We've done that before. I mean, it's just another polarizing subject that, you know, my my thought on that, and I'm not going to go into details because everyone's probably heard me talk about it before, but stay in your lane. Don't don't bring a bunch of freaking negative publicity to the industry because the first thing you, first thing that happened was there's now separation in the industry. Yeah, it's like we don't need that. No, nope. we need to we need to fight together because there's too many people fighting against us. Let's quit inner bickering. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's been this week's rant with Rob. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if somebody it wants could be to more. sponsor the rant, rant. <laughs> Rob's weekly rant, you let us know. I'm too tired. And I don't have enough liquor in me yet to really rant too hard. Yeah, so we'll get there. You get too liquored up, and then you end up bashing whole factories. <laughs> I've never bashed a factory, have I? Well, yeah, I have. <laughs> yeah, I'm sober, and I can say Luciano. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. That's funny, man. Mm. That's funny. It was uh, also interesting when Calvin was here, hearing him talk about, again, how just interconnected and as you would say and others inbred the cigar industry is mm-hmm. like it sounds like Hector was a guy who or who was it that he used to hang out with oh a lot of I can't remember yeah. he didn't tell me it's who ever like, they were just his drinking buddies and yeah. he didn't even realize their families were big names in the cigar world no I mean Calvin oh, was one of the Toronto yeah yeah Jack Toronto yeah. he which Jack Toronto is the president of, of Espinosa cigars and Jack Toronto is also part of the family of Carlos Tarano cigars, which you ever remember some of those cigars? They're freaking amazing. Like the, um, I still love the, the Exodus 1959. Yeah, I've great never cigar. That I'll have to get some because they're they're really good. Now I don't know if they're as good as they used to be, but it was a great cigar. Yeah. So yeah, again, another guy that started in one place and ended up somewhere else. And, yeah. I mean, I say that this is an inbred industry. Most industries are like that. I mean, oh yeah. I came out of the gym equipment industry, and it was it was bastardized like crazy, man. I mean, you had people. I mean, I know of several people that have worked for almost every company, and by the time they got to the end, when it pissed them off, they're like, "I guess I retire now. <laughs> what do you do now? There you go. There so, you go." But goes, the industry, this industry's got more more players in it. You can bounce around a lot. Yeah, it does. It for sure does. Anything from reps, which Calvin aptly called himself a salesperson. Yeah, you yeah. Know, which is he what is. they are. Yeah. Uh, from blenders to actual manufacturing and all and marketing. Yeah. Well, everything I, in between. What What you find in a lot a lot of brands when they hire new reps that haven't been in the industry. Usually what it is is, you know, they come into a shop and they're selling their, their brand or whatever and then they see somebody in the shop and they're like, oh, this guy could really do well. And then they end up hiring him and you start in a shop and then you end up as a rep and then at some point yeah. you might move into something else in the brand. And it's just, it's every, every avenue in the cigar industry is an avenue for you to move up and grow. Yeah. And I mean, you're if you're willing to learn and and learn the process and have the right personality and all that stuff, you can do really well in this industry. Well, and I was intrigued to hear even the difference in uh, just shop culture in different regions from him because he was telling us that in uh, the shops in the Chicagoland area and 
kind of sounded like the majority of Illinois. Yeah. They don't want the rep to hang out. No. Like, he's just... He's there to make a sale, and they like they just don't want to talk with him. But what we love here is sitting down, hearing who you are, hearing yeah. your story. Like, and I think it kind of comes from Rob and I's background, but just it's kind of Midwest of people too. in general. Yeah, you know? uh, exactly. And I, I mean, Jake Jake Sanders has said the same thing. Shout out, we gotta start Shout drinking. Um, Jake Sanders is now with Crowned Heads, and he. Um, now with he's been with crown heads for a while now yeah. but he's in the northeast and he said first time going out there was really weird because he'd go in because like he would come in here all the time he'd sit down hang out and he wasn't even our rep but yeah. he came in here all the time and uh, he'd sit down talk share a cigar with us or whatever and we'd just talk about the industry he goes out there and he gets the sales done like that sits down and lights a cigar up the guys look at him and go what the hell are you doing get out there and sell cigars go go i'm like that's just the mentality of yeah. the East Coast and it's apparently wild. Chicago as well. So Yeah. Kind of crazy. And I'm assuming probably West Coast might be like that too, but I don't know for sure. Yeah. But you know what? I guess that's cool. I mean, they're trying to get you to get out there and sell your product, and you can get a whole lot more calls in if you're not smoking a cigar at every stop. So <laughs> I suppose. Yeah. Kind of crazy. Speaking of... This cigar is such a slow burner. I mean, look at this thing, man. It's really burning nicely. Um, I'm going to knock the ash off because I keep ashing myself like crazy this yeah. week. But um, things burning great, tastes great. It's definitely staying pretty true to the flavors. Getting that baking spice um, and cinnamon mostly is what I'm getting out of it. Uh, the retrohale. Spice has dropped off a lot. Yeah, it has for me as well. It's just, um, I mean, there's there's kind of a, a hint of spice. And actually, the, the spice just hit. Mm -hmm. It took that long to get the little bit of black pepper on the back of the nose. Yeah. Other than that, it's just a very, it, it smokes more like a medium. But knowing the high primings that they're using on this, it's definitely more of a full, medium to full at least. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And Isaiah's got... Let's see. Do we need to get a reel going here for the news? Get a like helicopter news. The helicopter news. Yeah. yeah. I don't know about right. that. Well, Isaiah's got a little bit of news we're, he wanted to gonna, share. We're gonna try and bring to you a little bit of cigar news during yeah. the week. I don't know how rele how relevant it's all gonna be because yeah. a lot of it's just tobacco news in general. So you never yeah. really know if it's gonna apply to cigars. Like today's story. Um this broke on March 14th. Should we I call this story time with Isaiah? Story time. With Isaiah. With Larry the Cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> now it's time for silly, silly songs. songs. Silly songs. Silly, is that what it silly is? Silly songs from the FDA. See, see, my mother never let me watch uh, Veggie Tales. That's a good mom right she there. She thought it was annoying. It is annoying. <laughs> yeah, she thought it was annoying. She was like, I don't care if they're going to teach you about Jesus. It's annoying. <laughs> um, so, shout out to Sharon. Sharon, she's a home. Here, let's drink. Drink to my mom. Drink to your mama. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So, drink to mama. Yeah. All right. So here you go. So the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, aka the FDA, has announced a new proposal that could add more stringent oversight to the manufacturing process of tobacco products. 
including premium cigars. Introduced last week, the proposal could place additional requirements and standards on tobacco companies in regards to manufacturing, design, packing and storage, as well as identification, tracing, and corrective actions for tobacco products that don't meet certain specifications. One of the major goals of the proposal is to avoid contamination of bulk tobacco before it's used in a final product. Of concern to the FDA are foreign substances such as metal, plastics, and glass. The proposed regulations would require manufacturers to adhere to new specifications for raw materials before passing inspection by the FDA. Okay. That sounds like to me, though, that is definitely leaning more towards the the cigarette and vape industry when you're talking about metals and shit like that. When they... In plastics. When they pass this, it's just like blanket statement tobacco. Yeah. It's just like all sorts of tobacco products are going to get the same treatment. And I mean, you were down in the in the Aladino factory. Yeah. There's no freaking plastic or metal anywhere near. <laughs> it's it's tobacco and they do the tables are all made of wood. And I mean, whatever, whatever. It's just the FDA getting involved with something they have no clue what they're doing. And that, honestly, that's another reason why it's nice to see guys like Rocky Patel, which is a lawyer, also big in the cigar industry, fighting every day for yeah. legislation to get these people to realize you don't know what the hell you're talking about. You know, stop stop trying to get in a lane that doesn't even make sense at this point. Mm-hmm. If you wanna if you wanna put some different regulations on Cigarettes, which is a totally different product. Vaping, which is a totally different product. That's fine. Again, we're adults. We should be able to make the choices we want to make on this stuff. Quit trying to police our choices and try to save us from ourselves. Bottom line is, it's not your job. It's not the FDA's job to, to tell us that we shouldn't be able to do something. I mean, it's just stupid. I mean, obviously they figure that out what with marijuana. What trying to protect you? It's for the children. It's for the children. Even though the children can't afford to buy a Corojo Reserva. It's for yeah. the children. Yeah, man. I'm- it's just, it's, it's, it's stupid. I mean, it just kills me how the government has thrown out, uh, thrown out just to the wind pretty much an most states now, if not all states, are at least looking to do this. Legalizing marijuana. Like, it's it's a it's a plant that you light on fire and you smoke it. What's the difference? I don't get it. I don't get it. Why is this all of a sudden okay? We'll do that because because there's a lot of money in and in involved in it. I don't know. I don't get it. I'm, I'm stupid. not I'm not totally sure and I'm not going to bring up the whole marijuana thing. But the hard part is is the FDA I I'm not totally sure that they have systems in place actually ready to regulate anything. They don't. Like, you look at the vape industry, it's still... Whatever. ...not as regulated as no. it probably should be. No. Uh, I mean, you can straight up, as far as I know, you can still get some bathtub vape juice, and, like, that's fine. Uh, I was talking with a uh, nurse that comes in here last night, and she was telling me, she said, yeah, the doctors I'm working with would rather people smoke cigarettes than vape. Because yeah. the vape is burning the insides of 
of their uh, lungs. Yeah, yeah. And uh, well, they got a lot of a lot of heavy metals and chemicals and stuff in them that you're drawing. I mean, cigarettes have chemicals. Yeah. They don't have metals going in your lungs. You're literally pulling vapors that have heavy metals and shit in your lungs. It's like that's. I mean, and, and we're so new into vaping in this world. Well, it was, that, well, it was no, originally no, pitched as a healthier option. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. But there's no way. I mean, we don't have 50-year-old data saying what these people are going to go through in their in their later life. I don't know. It sounds good to me to burn up, to uh, breathe in burnt propylene glycol and uh, vegetable glycerin and all the other things, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what you could do? Open a bovida pack. Throw it in your vape. <laughs> no, don't do that. You do realize that those are mostly propylene glycol and water inside of them. Yeah. Yeah. Let me see that. Vape it. Vape it. Bet you won't. There you go. Hey, that might be a cheaper option. <laughs> four four bucks for a four bucks for is that a sixty gram? Yeah. Four bucks for a sixty gram pack. Mm. That probably is cheaper than a vape. Yeah. <laughs> you might have just done something. Hey, you're welcome. Yeah, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> don't do that. Please don't. Don't do that. That's terrible advice. Bovida's going to put a cease and desist on us here oh in a minute. Oh, my gosh. Good luck to our Bovida sponsorship. I just told people to open all the, <laughs> all the packs. And Vape them. Throw it, in their, throw it in their jewel, man. What's wrong with you, man? What is I'm wrong with you? I'm just telling you like it is. <laughs> I guess. You can I imagine, guess. though. People are like, oh, it's healthy. It is literally the equivalent of vaping a puffin' pack. <laughs> but you got to add your gummy worm flavors to it. Oh, okay. I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, guys. I don't know how to flavor it like gummy worms. I wonder if Bovida could ever come out with a gummy worm option. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Naturally flavor your own cigar. Let's, well, let's stop going down this no, 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 no. Legitimately, that could be a big business for them. You think about... I mean, everybody's using Bovida from musicians to cigar smokers to people in the weed Dude, industry. Dude, your guitar could smell like gummy bears. It could. <laughs> I, I actually run Bovida packs in my guitar cases. Yeah, you should. Like, it, it regulates humidity around 45%, and that keeps my guitar stable. But you think about, I mean, weed industry and even the cigar industry, you start selling flavored bovita packs i wonder what it would do sir i mean and in all honesty seriously Le legitimately if you, have, if you have just straight up mild cigars and you wanted to f i mean i i mean it would take a crap ton of time to get it to probably do anything but or, or your flavor I mean, stuff. we're not worried about that this is like this is a science no, no, no. Are you doing a science project over here? I'm not here? doing science projects because I don't want it. But the <laughs> fact that you could sit there and be like, oh, here's a bourbon-flavored Bovida pack. Create your own. Like, this is this is Duke Cannon Bovida. <laughs> Duke Cannon Bovida. <laughs> like, create your own Buffalo Trace-flavored cigars. You know boys would buy that. You know some bourbon bros? Dude, all you have like, to do is put the, late, put, put the brand on and people would buy it. You'd be like, oh my gosh, I can taste the difference. Yes, yes. <laughs> Man, it really just tastes like Dude, it, it tastes like lanterns. I would say I would say some of the taters in the world, which I'm not gonna throw any shame, but I'm probably gonna throw some shame here. Um, you if you put a bovida pack and put sixty-nine percent humidity and put Buffalo Trace on it and said 
store all your whiskey with the Bovida packs in them <laughs> to keep them fresh. Keep your people corks would, from rotting. People would buy that. I guarantee they would. I'm sure they would. <laughs> you imagine people building like cellars for bourbon that are Bovida certified? Uh, Bovida certified <laughs> cellars for bourbon. Nice. People totally would. We should man. just like throw Bovida packs up on the bar and say oh we're just keeping gosh. it fresh. Just, just keeping the bourbon good. Yeah. Okay. As Man, you can tell, we're tired talking about nonsense that's now. That's a, uh, I, I mean, one, it's stupid. Two, I'm, you could get somebody with that stuff. Like, you could. I, I'm still on this flavored Bovita pack thing. You could totally sell that. I think it could be big in the weed industry. Could be big. It already is. I mean, they already have Bovita packs for cannabis. No, 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 yeah, but flavored. Flavored, yeah. Grape Kool Aid flavored Bovita packs. I'd be, Pineapple, I'd be interested to sunrise. find out what it would do. I mean, I, I guess if you make it strong enough, kind of like the groovy blue, yeah. it probably uh, would seep into your humidor and do all kinds of I crazy shit. I mean, you shit. think about, like, take a mild cigar. <laughs> what are the Davidoff Connecticut's? Like, those things, if you like them, you like them. Hey, I'm not going to throw any shit yeah. at you. To they're me, a nice mild cigar. To me, they're just extremely mild, very, very appeasing. Uh, in, in any stage in life, you are. Yeah. Whether it's your first cigar, or your last one, it's just like, hey, this is a cigar. Yeah. Or even like the Monte Cristo White. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, nice you, mild cigar. You take that stuff, you throw a flavored Bovita pack in it. <laughs> People be like, well, I just set a dish of whiskey in my humidor anyway, and it's like, why do that? But you could be regulating humidity as well. Ooh, Ooh. there you go. There you go. Bovida, all I'm asking for this idea is a sponsorship. <laughs> you can take the idea and run with it. <laughs> Sponsor me, uh -huh. baby. <laughs> oh, gosh. Maybe that's what we need to do. Uh, Maybe we need to. So long, my cigar went out. We should do a segment on monologue inventions that we want to see happen. Inventions that shouldn't Whether it's, exist, or or inventions that shouldn't exist. Yeah. Well, uh, me and my buddy in college, which this is such a college kid thing, just to burn time, go someplace where we didn't have to spend money, we'd go to Walmart and we'd play a game called Lit or Shit. Like, if it's lit, it's, like, cool. And I guess you can figure out the other option. Mm -hmm. But you'd go down the as-seen-on-TV aisle <laughs> and just be like, yo, litter shit. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I guess that's what college kids do when they don't have any money. <laughs> it's exactly what they do when they don't have any money. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, game. I would say most of that is as-seen-on-TV stuff. Concepts... Kind of cool. Execution, not so Terrible. much. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Not everything should be made for the twenty nine ninety nine price mark. Not everything should be purchased when you're half drunk sitting at home watching TV at three in the morning <laughs> and something pops up. I need that. <laughs> I really wonder what's happened with all the as seen on TV products now that like streaming has become such a big deal. True. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, Tam said that you can buy them all at the dollar store now. It's just like... CVS used to have a big, big end cap for all the oh, as seen yeah. on TV stuff. And some of the... I mean, honestly, some of the ideas were kind of cool. I mean, really all it is is someone invented something 
and this was the easiest way to get it out to market. And yeah. then if it's actually any good or actually sells, um, like you remember that little sponge that looks like a face? Yeah, the scrub become, daddy, yeah, man. That thing it became, became massive. Huge. So that started out as I seen on TV, yeah. and all of a sudden it blew up, and now pretty much everyone well, in America has one. That was originally a Shark Tank thing, like, which that was like a good idea for them was to get on Shark Tank with mm-hmm. that. And uh, I don't even remember if somebody invested in it. But do you know what else was a Shark Tank idea? What? The ring doorbell. Was it? I yeah. can see that. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, the sharks didn't bite on it. Oh, yeah? And then Amazon freaking bought it. Why wouldn't they? Yeah. It's genius. Like, I can I can watch packages get delivered to my doorstep. Oh. It's amazing. Well, the, the shoes I wear all the time, Zero Shoes... Those he went on. They went on the show, and uh, did not get us. Did not get anything because they were literally just a do-it-yourself sandal company at the time. Yeah. I mean, basically, they send you the the sole that they created, the uh, the string, and you made your own sandals. Jesus sandals, and buddy. I wore the hell out of them. I still have them. I yeah. S- but what that did was that gave them enough publicity where people were like, "I want these." They're a massive shoe company now. I mean, they've hired people from Nike and Reebok and all these companies to run them because now they have an amazing shoe line. That's all I wear. Yeah. And they're not a big name out there, but I guarantee you they're making millions and millions of dollars now And just because they got turned down on the show. Okay. So what is the cigar product that you're going to bring to market, Rob? Mm. You're pitching it to Shark Tank. Actually, probably not. No. No, the only one on the whole show probably that smokes cigars is Cuban. Yeah. I can see Mark Cuban smoking cigars. Yeah. Um, I doubt the rest of them do. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Mr. Wonderful might. Good. He might. He's, yeah. he's bougie enough to where yeah. he might sit back yeah, and yeah. enjoy a cigar every once in a while. I can see that. But um, I don't know, man. We got to think about that one because that was like right on the spot. Random thoughts by Isaiah over It is. Here. I think for me, it would be a... Uh, I would just want a a line of user serviceable lighters. Yeah. Like it, it wouldn't even have to be a new design on the outside, nothing crazy. Just like you can change out the element in it, you could pull a jet out of it if your jet goes bad. Because the thing that irks me the most in the cigar industry is all the accessories that just like once they're bad, they're bad. You can't do anything with it. it it's but we're it's also in we're also in America where everything's throw away. Yeah, but I don't want my hundred fifty dollar lighter to be throw away. I know, I know. Like I'd like to be able to get a replacement jet for it or something. Now that would be tedious. I'd make sure to sell you the tools to service your jet too. Yeah, you know? yeah. You know, we have to. So yeah, or, or even just the innards. Like I just just sell the the insides as its own thing, and you can just re- keep reusing the case as long as it's good. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Zippo did a good job of that over the years. I mean, yeah, they had all the the pieces and parts and all the different cases and all mm-hmm. that stuff, and people to this day still collect them. Yeah. So. I don't know, man. I don't know what what I would say. I'll I'll, I'll start thinking about that. We'll come up with some good stuff because, yeah. I mean, lighters are definitely one thing. Um, I will say I think Calibri's mastered the cutter, especially for the have, price point. Yeah. I mean, you can get a DV or I mean, I've been using this this little straight cutter 
um, just a regular S cut. The deep V and the straight and the S cut are both forty nine bucks. Yeah. Or maybe they're are they fifty nine now? Forty nine. No, they went 49. from thirty nine to forty nine. I mean, these things are the best blades out there. Um, they're just they're great. Yeah. And I mean, I've I've been using this one for a couple years now. Things the, still work golden. The SV. Yeah. And I've been using this. I mean, I use this all day long with customers. If they want a V, I'll, I usually just grab this one instead of the table cutter because it's in my pocket. Yeah. Um, they're just, they're great. And, you know, they've kind of mastered that. Lighters are a different animal because you're talking about high heat. So, you know, like, I do love my Calibri Ascari. I use it all the time. Eventually, this is going to die because the jets die or yeah. something, the mechanism dies, whatever. But um, it would be nice to have a better lighter, that's for sure. Or a good lighter at a really cheap price. And they do have those. Like the Firebirds are good. Yeah. Um, yeah but yeah. the Firebirds are still, it's a, it's a 11 12 whatever dollar lighter. It's not going to last forever. But like the old, the old Vertigo Cyclones, the old ones, those things were tanks. They would last forever. The new ones, not so much. I mean, you say they don't last forever, but we've been running them uh, the Firebirds as shop lighters for like four, a couple months now, five months, yeah, something like that. Um, and they work. I great. haven't seen a single one die. I, well, I've had, and, and again, in manufacturing, you're always going to have this. I've had one of them where the the button was broke. It's just a spring fell off inside. Yeah, it's all it was. Firebird or um, um, Calibri came out and they replaced it. Yeah, no big deal. Yeah, um, and that's the thing too. Finding finding brands like that that have good warranty programs because you know occasionally it's going to happen. I mean, shoot, like this this lighter here. This thing is a marvel. I mean, this thing is massive, and that's the Quasar desk. Yeah, the desk, the desktop Quasar. Um, this one in manufacturing or whatever, the spring didn't kind of connect to the top here. They credited it back to me. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm using it as just a shop lighter now yep. just to get people to try it. That finding brands that actually are willing to stand behind their products, that's the key. Because if, you, if, you, if there's a right brand there. out there and you buy a lighter online and you see they don't have any warranty on it, you might want to think about that because you're spending 60, 80, 100 bucks for a lighter and it all of a sudden tough. you can't replace it if it comes in and it's bad. Yeah. I mean, that's, that sucks. It's terrible. Now, I, I kind of want to... I'm probably going to do this this week. The um, the new Claro and Case Elegance humidors that we're getting in. Yeah. Um, they have a nice lighter and cutter combo you can buy. I'm probably going to fuel up that lighter and play around with it and see how it is because they're really solid, solid lighter yeah. and cutter. Um, and they're, they're branded, so they're getting made for them. So I'm anxious to try that to see if it's a good lighter, too, because... I mean, I think it's sixty-five bucks or something like that for the, <coughs> excuse me, for the accessory pack, which comes with a lighter, cutter, and a two-finger high-quality leather case. Yeah, <coughs> and it's excuse molded me. leather too. Molded it's leather, not it's like beautiful, floppy, stuff. and it all fits right in the humidor. Yeah. So um, I'm gonna test those out this week. Try to breathe here too for a minute. Yeah. So I'm into the second third of the cigar. And um, I, it's like cinnamon toast on the palate. The cinnamon is still kind of died down on the retro ale, but it's still there. There's a little bit of a nutmeg quality in the cigar as well. 
that whiskey to me is like brown sugar, cinnamon, and uh, banana. So it's yeah. Like, it's like banana bread. I'll put together. Get the best of both worlds. Hey, Lisa, there's two lists now. Indiana Bourbon Club and Indiana Bourbon. Just make sure which one he's picking from. Sorry about that. Yeah. We're, Got some uh, bottle pickups going here. So might as well shout him out, too. Dirk Fence. Dirk. Shout He's out to Indiana you, Bourbon on Instagram. The guy does a lot of fundraisers for... In, he has an Into Watch program, which basically is raising money for fallen officers' families. And he is absolutely freaking killing it. Um, I mean, he just got some amazing awards for what he's doing. Yeah. From the, from, I don't know if it was the police academy or who it was that gave that to him. I didn't see. Um, but it was pretty amazing. And, um, but he's doing great stuff. We're going to be doing some collabs with him too. And, um, but we, we're actually a pickup point for some of his bottles because he's already sold them. They're just coming to pick them here. Opens up the east side of the state. For, for those that want to get in on it but don't want to drive to Danville, which is the west side of the state. So it's definitely opened it up. And yeah. um, so we have that here too. But yep. 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 Yeah. Yeah. This is a. Uh, I love the Corojo Reserva, man. I do too. <laughs> this cigar just never gets old. Yeah. It's a. Uh, and it, I mean, as, as full bodied as it is, it's still one that. Is, I could smoke this in the morning with coffee. I mean, it goes really good with this coffee, too. Oh, that retro help found some spice for me. Heck yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, talk amongst yourself for a second. I'm going to help her find that. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, right now, we got all the games running at Final Third, and it's been a wild time. A lot of people coming out, and it's, uh, it's actually been a lot of new people. Um, so that that's really encouraging to see. Yesterday was, uh, as we were recording, yesterday was St. Patty's Day. And uh, we had quite a few people come out for that, quite a few new people. And that's always encouraging to see because you don't, you never really know the type of crowd you're going to get on a holiday such as that. But to see new people come out and try us on St. Patrick's Day, super cool. Super cool. Met, met a lot of new faces yesterday. A lot of new people coming out from St. Patty's. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, a, it was a good time. We had a really good time. We, we didn't did. do really anything special for it. It was just having games running and people came. Yeah, I mean, I, was, I mean we're, we're not a come get drunk bar. No. St. Patty's Day is to go out, drink all your green beer, and get drunk. Yeah, we had people coming out for St. Patty's Day, hanging out here, having a cigar. A lot of people smoked the Candelas. That that that's great. Um, but and some people had the Irish coffee or whatever too. That was great, or not Irish coffee, but the Irish whiskey. Yeah. Um, so that was still cool. But we really wanted. To, I that was one of one of the things we were talking about. It's like, what do we want to do for St. Patty's? I'm like, I don't want to do anything different. Uh. Uh-uh. I want people to be able to come here and get away from that. Yeah. You know, I went down. I went down to a to a bar the other day. Um, just to grab a bite to eat and have a drink. And I got there a little later because it was a Wednesday when I'm usually not working. And I went went in there and sat down and realized why I don't want to become a bar. <laughs> I just, I, I, it's not my scene. I don't care. I mean, if people love that, that's great. But it was just not what we want here. 
Yeah. We want you to be able to come here and actually relax and enjoy what you're doing yeah, and not you know, we don't be want around you to a bunch of drunks. Compete with people. I mean, a lot of lot for a lot of people they just get loud when they get drunk. And, yeah. No, there are some people that will occasionally just be loud in general when they're in here, but it's like you shouldn't have to shout over other people to no. have a conversation still in here. I feel like the seats are spaced out enough and everything that yeah. you can still not have to compete with other people. Now, like when we do live music inside, that's going to be a different story. Exactly. Like, Which we have live music here in a little while. Yeah. Today, not when this, not when this is recording. Or when this is recording, yeah. That's something, too. We're working on trying to figure out you know, when we can record, when's going to be the best time to record. Because right now, when we record, it posts a week later. So some of the stuff we're talking about is already at least a week late. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're trying to figure that out as we go forward, too, on, on how to get that out. But it's just it's the nature of the beast right now. It is. It's yeah. working, work, Isaiah working a day job and us being open here and finding time to be able to do it. So. Yeah. Yeah, serious, but we'll get there eventually. Both bands came off like Both a champ. Bands. Let me uh, let me try my Aladino band. I got the Corojo Reserva band off. Wow, perfect! Shout out to Aladino. There you go. You guys rock. Yeah, let's drink. That, let's that, drink again. That Candela band is great too. It is. It's beautiful too. Yeah, they really did it up. The boxes look great too. The boxes uh kind of look like a, yeah, it kind of look like leather on the top and really really nice job they did on that. Sandra down at the factory, shout out. Shout out to Sandra. Um she she absolutely kills it and she's she's the one that when you give her an idea, she just creates it. Yeah. And she did an amazing job on this one for sure. Oh. That whiskey, man. I'll tell you what. That's a great, that's a great starter whiskey for the day. It's got sweetness. I mean, you're still looking at hunter proof. It's gonna kind of get you going. Totally. But the um, the flavor complexity on that that triple mash is is nice because you get the fruit. You're getting the, I mean, I'm, I'm getting the the kind of red fruits plus the banana finish. Yeah. Um, the viscosity on it's really nice. It's got a really really long finish. And it doesn't taste like just Jack Number Seven. Uh uh-uh. uh. Nothing wrong with Jack Number Seven. If that's your jam, good for you because you can get a bottle for a really good price. Yeah. But yeah, um, this again, forty bucks. That's a great price for this one. Yeah. It really is, dude. And on this pairing, you're pro- you're looking at about maybe twenty bucks. I think for the pairing, maybe a little more, twenty dollars. Yeah, really, really solid pairing um, for a high, for expensive. a premium cigar too. I yeah, mean, so it's it's, it's going to be a good pairing for anybody who wants to come out and try Absolutely. it. Absolutely, especially for those of you that start have started listening to us a little bit later because um, we we've talked about at least the cigar in in Jack Single Barrel before, and we've done this this whiskey on a pairing before as well. Um, but you know we. We were kind of excited because um, Isaiah was texting me the other night and just kind of giving me some of the stats, and I'm absolutely blown away the fact that, well, we we, I mean, we switched put together to- between YouTube and the podcast. We have 11,000 watches and, and listens. listens. Yeah. And that, that really blows me away because I figured once we hit the podcast side of it, we'd pretty much drop off on YouTube. 
We've no. had over 10,000 views on YouTube. Oh, man. YouTube that makes no is, sense at all. YouTube is growing, and so is the podcast platform. Um, it, it's wild to me because I'm not a big long-form YouTube watcher, but people are. Yeah. And, hey, and I think a lot of that great. does come back to how many people are working from home now. Yeah. I mean, like JC sent me texts all the time. Shout out, JC. Shout out, JC, man. Um, he he sends me texts every once in a while of him sitting at his desk at work or at home working, and he's uh, got our YouTube channel on <laughs> watching it on yeah. Monday. I'm like, yeah. good for you, man. Thank you for supporting us. Yeah, straight up. It's it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, if there's anybody you guys want us to have on here, or if you're a regular in here and you'd like to be on here, yeah. Just talk with one of us. We'll set it up. Yeah. It, it, this is pretty casual. We're not hot stuff. Definitely not. That's not why we tell you 11,000, like, watch No, reviews. we're blown away by it. Yeah. Seriously, if you're a regular, you want to hop on, or even if you don't want to hop on, but you got something to say. Yeah. Come well, on. Let us know. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, reach out to, I mean, it. Uh, we we said you can comment or whatever else. If you don't want to comment because you're you don't like seeing having other people see comments, whatever, you can. I mean, message us on Instagram or Facebook. Yeah. Um, send us a, if you have any questions. I mean, if you have questions about cigars, we're going to be doing more of the one on one stuff for yeah. cigars. I'd like to maybe start even doing a little bit of that on here. Maybe maybe we uh, show how to cut a cigar or something like that. We could do a, a small like one on one segment every week until we get all the way through it. I think you know? so. So yeah, we need to write that down and make sure next week we do like a this is how you cut this this is how you can cut a cigar. We could one of us could do a straight cut, one of us could do a V cut. Um yeah. I know it sounds very elementary, but when you're a brand new person and you're cutting your cigar, you end up mess you can mess it up quickly. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. What, what do you need? Oh, okay. Yeah, so we're uh, we'll do that. We'll start yeah. doing that. Do the one-on-one weekly segment. And it'll uh, should be good. Yeah, for sure. I think so. I th- and we've had a lot of people asking. Yeah. Um. So it, we'll we'll definitely we want to do an actual like event for people that yeah. want to come in and learn. Absolutely. Because I mean, we 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 see it all the time where people you know come in there like, oh no no I'm good, and then they go back here and they cut off half inch of their cigar. My goodness. <laughs> but you wouldn't know unless you someone tells you. Yeah. So, I mean, we there's no shame for someone that does that. I would just much rather show you the right way to do it so you can learn to enjoy what we love to do. Hey, at the end of the day, all we're going to teach you is a little bit of more of a refined way to do it. But if yeah. you like smoking cigars, whatever way, if you like to chew on the cigar all day yeah. and then try and light it up at the end, you do that. Yeah. Like you It's it's yours. You bought I, it. Do what I you know want to do. I know guys like that. If that's the way you enjoy it best, that is fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, it's not a not sure. It's not gonna be like a a thing where we tell you we know best or anything like that. It's just Exactly. We're we're hoping to encourage some people and educate some people on uh how we like to do it. Yeah, absolutely. We could do an entire one on like humidor care too. Um, talk about that because that's a that's a definite thing. I uh, I've seen some information 
floating around here that was given to us that has some terrible yeah terrible quality info in it yeah like uh, please don't leave a sponge with distilled water on it in a bowl in your humidor and expect that to regulate humidity properly yeah that's just it, it doesn't work mold yeah it really is but we'll we'll do that too. Yeah, I yeah. mean, just like um, one of our regulars brought his humidor in today because it's not been humidifying properly, and it's a beautiful humidor. Beautiful. But um, I think it just doesn't have a good seal on it. So we're gonna look at it Which, and see if we can figure it out. That's another thing that Calvin taught us. Yeah, yesterday. that's a cool thing. Tell him about yeah, that. Yeah. So uh, Rob and I were both kind of puzzled when we were like, because he had asked, "How do you check the seal?" and uh. Kevin was like, oh, yeah, you slam a dollar bill in it, and if you can pull it out pretty easily, you got a bad seal. Yeah. And I, 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 I never guess thought, I'd never thought to do that. Never, never that makes perfect sense, doesn't me. it? Yeah. And you're just talking about something uh, something small being able to get through on there. So it's uh, it totally makes sense for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Rob, what notes are you getting on this cigar? Let me go back to it here. Yeah. I was a little distracted. Oh, okay. Heavy baking spices right now. It is. Pepper, black pepper's kicked up. Kind of a toasty bread note, too. Very much too. so, yeah. Yeah. That black pepper really is strong on the nose now. Yeah, it definitely is. Definitely is. Yeah. Going over to the whiskey. <clears throat> Whiskey kind of introduces some sweeter cinnamon notes. Kind of reminds me of a French toast sort of thing. Oh, nice. Um, I mean, you're talking about like sweet cinnamon. Shout out to Joe. Buddy. Shout out to Joe Kitson. Right old fashioned coming up. Right old fashioned. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you're a little further than I am on it. Am. But that's normal. I haven't had to relight mine because I was talking too much about flavored boba packs. Yes. <laughs> yes, you were. My offer still stands. Trademark it. Trademark it. <laughs> Trademark it. <laughs> Trademark it for that one person that wants one. <laughs> Those would sell better than you and I would ever imagine. Oh, I bet they would. At least for a little while. Yeah. I mean, I just wonder how long it would take with a Boveda pack flavored. Let's don't go there again, God. No. No, no, no. It, okay. It's got to take a while. Here's here's a test we can run, Rob. No, we can't. No, no, we can't. So you get a fully dried out Boveda pack, and you do the thing that like the cheap cigar guys do and rehydrate it. Yeah. To just dump whiskey on it. Let it rehydrate with whiskey and throw a... I'm sure we got a dry boba pack I can grab back here and sure we try we do, it. yeah. Throw some JTS Brown on it. No, 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 no. You got to put Buffalo Trace so we can say it's a Buffalo Trace cigar then people will buy the hell out of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, okay, maybe we could use the uh, the cigar batch and Barana barrels. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It, it tastes like a clove cigar, man. It might. It might. Yeah, I I would actually be interested to run that experiment. All right, we'll we'll run the experiment. And we'll see if it works. 
<laughs> Will we really? Why not? Why not? I mean, there's a what little the bit hell? of whiskey on the wall. We could probably do that. Couple bottles. We could do JTS Brown. That'd be that'd be easy. It's Seven Hill Bottle and Bottle. Well, the other that'd thing good about point. it is, is you're talking about. I think I, I'm not sure that the uh, Bovida Pack will absorb any alcohol. Yeah, I don't know but it either. Will the water? Yeah. And hopefully the water as that dissolves carries some sort of um, flavor compounds with it. And that's a good point too. So here, here's another thing for you guys out there. If there's some kind of a weird kind of a cigar or whiskey related experiment you want to see us try, tell us. We'll try it. <laughs> it literally for science. Yeah. Seriously, I mean, that would it, be it could an be fun. Thing. You never know. Something and, really cool could come out of it. And even if you were to be able, I mean, I think back to our uh, Zippo experiment that was pretty well halfway done, but. I uh, have never looked at somebody like this cigar with the Zippo the same since. Yeah. You know, but there's like a lot of cooking channels that'll be like, oh, yeah, here's three ways to do that. And like, yeah. here's, here's what we've. But it also come makes up sense, with. too, yeah. because some people don't really get any flavor notes out of the cigar at all. Yeah. So if they're lighting with a Zippo, they may not, may not even be tasting the Zippo either in it. So if they're just lighting it to smoke it, it may be totally fine for them. I mean, obviously, people yeah. light cigarettes with them. So yeah, but I don't think you taste anything when you're like I don't either. Those are pungent enough in flavor. Most of the people in here that try and smoke cigarettes are menthol smokers, so there's no way you'd taste a Zippo. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, we were on the, the trip to Honduras, and there's a girl out there. Her name's Kim. Shout out to Kimmy. Shout out to Kim. She said only her family calls her Kimmy, so I actually started calling her Kimmy. <laughs> but um, she she's in California, and they just banned flavored tobacco. So menthol, flavored cigars, everything's banned like out there Like they don't now. have Sweet Janes, nope. nothing? Nope. Uh, uh, at least I'm pretty sure they don't. But I know they definitely flavor uh, the, the menthols are gone. And she's a menthol smoker. So she was just chain smoking the hell out of menthols in Honduras because she was going through what she had left. <laughs> yeah, stocking up in Miami on her way home. Probably was. Yep, yep. Uh, uh, here's the deal. Again, another thing the government shouldn't be involved in. Your kids are not smoking menthol. No. No. Uh, it's a. That's crazy. I mean, there's me. there's a, there's laws in place already. I mean, kids aren't even smoking cigarettes in school bathrooms anymore. Kids are straight up vaping, vaping. in class. And, and that and that's the thing too. Vaping, any tobacco product as well. You have to be 21 to buy it. Are kids getting it? Yeah, because a 21 year old's buying it for them, or someone selling it to them illegally. There's yeah. laws in place for that. Police the laws you have in place. Don't worry about creating new laws because someone's getting around the law. It makes no sense. It's like putting a, a Band-Aid on something that's already there. You know, it's, it's already yeah. healed. Don't don't fix it again. Yeah. So. Oh, it's crazy. I And, and on along that rant, this rant sponsored to you by whiskey. By whiskey. Um, by Final again, Third's new barrel I just peach tree. It makes absolutely no sense in this country that we want to we wanna get every 18-year-old to get in the military and and you know, train and go die for our country. But by golly, that 18-year-old's not not grown up enough to smoke a cigar or have a drink of bourbon. I'm like, come on, guys. That's insane. 
It's yeah. insane. We'll train them to to go over and fight for your country, but they can't smoke a cigar. How well, stupid is that? I mean, and that makes me wonder, which, and this is a an actual, Isaiah is questioning this, not that I'm, I'm not being facetious in any way. It You're being facetious. It makes me wonder the effectiveness of a program like Cigars for Warriors now. Yeah. It's like... Yeah, because, I mean, they most of these kids come back and they're like, I started smoking cigars when I was overseas. Now I can't get them here. And the only way they can get them here now is illegally or they have to wait. And yeah. like, I don't know. I don't know if there should be, maybe, maybe that's a perk of getting in the military as, you know, what? To smoke cigars. you know, if you have a military ID and you're 18 years old, you can smoke a cigar. I mean, I would be all for that. I think that they, sh- hey. they should be able to. Now, are there a lot of 18 year olds that smoke cigars? No, no. But if you're if you're fighting all day long and you go back to the to your your barracks and you're sitting about back with all all the people just trying to trying to wind down from a crazy stressful day, and someone offers you a cigar and it relaxes you, what better way to finish out your day? Yeah. I, yeah. Stupid. It's Absolutely crazy, stupid. That's it's just crazy. So what else do we need to bring up? Because I think we need to. Um, we need to come up with some things for people to engage with us a little bit here. Flavored Bovida. <laughs> Flavored Bovida. I am legitimately going to try that experiment. Uh, we'll we'll run it on... I'm pretty sure I got some dry packs back here we can try. I'm sure we do. There's a lot of cigar boxes that will ship with dry packs. Yeah. Um, I, well, they don't ship with dry packs. No, no, no. They're yeah, dry yeah. by the time they, they by get the here. By the time they get here. Yeah. Which is just fine. Yeah. You know. Um, so, let's say we soak it in JTS Brown or some other bourbon that we know. And uh, we'll try it. Get it to hydrate. What cigar are we using? Tadaskin. Honestly, yeah, we'll get grab Tadaskin. They're already a mild cigar, okay, with a little complexity to it. Yeah, and we'll just see if it adds any kind of a yeah complexity we'll to pull it. Pull them out of the cellophane. Hopefully, get that. The pack is get, gonna get take a the box longest. in there. Pour a bunch of whiskey in it and just soak them in. No, no, no. Don't ever do that. Well, it always makes me wonder. Have you seen those? Uh, I, I, they're popular in Tennessee. I see them all the time when I go down there. They're Cohibas that are Weller-soaked. Total gimmick cigars, man. And they come in the glass tube with the Maker's Mark top, does like it. Makers. Yeah, yeah. It always makes me wonder, like, can you taste anything on it? I, I bet you do taste it, but a lot I of bet times you they smoke like, like crazy. The I bet they sour, astringent exactly. notes of, of whiskey. Of the whiskey on there. And which, Maker's already kind of has that little bit of sourness to it. it I it, could imagine that being really it just does. gross. Yeah. But, but if you like them, that's all that matters, yeah, man. but a lot of liquor stores will sell those cigars. They do because like, they're in a tube. They're already humidified. You don't have to do anything with them. But I've seen some of those come out of those tubes. And they're just wet as hell. A part of me wonders if they just, like, <laughs> spritz the tube and throw the cigar in there and pray to God something's happening they might. in between. Well, Hon- I mean, honestly, it'd be a quick way to churn and burn them. It would. And, I mean, I know, like, the Buffalo Trace cigars, those, they don't actually, 
infuse them with any. They age them in whiskey barrels. They're resting a portion of the filler. Portion of the filler. So you're getting something there. Again, it's marketing. Buffalo it Trace is, is on the box. People go, oh, I want that one because it says Buffalo Trace. Yeah. You're probably not getting a whole lot out of it. But you know what? Again, the master marketers in the world right now are Buffalo Trace. <laughs> well, and it's like the barrel-aged coffees. As much as I can enjoy it occasionally, it can. it's never an everyday sipper for me. I like the idea of it. I don't like the flavor of it. I don't. Yeah. I, I've not found a, a bourbon barrel aged coffee that I've liked. I mean, I, I love Brickhouse. Brickhouse stuff is amazing. I don't like the barrel aged, even though they sell it like crazy and people love it. It's just not my thing. Now, now, um, Jared actually made us um, a couple of lattes. Like he made me a, a americano and made Lisa a latte with it. Mm-hmm. It was actually pretty good on the latte. I wasn't a big fan on the Americano because, I mean, it's just espresso with water. Yeah. <coughs> um, but hers was actually pretty good because when you add the flavoring to it from Probably the latte. some sort of vanilla. And, yeah, yeah, it made it pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Anything new? Anything else? I don't think I'm so. I'm not getting much more out of the cigar no, either. So I think we can about done wrap now. it up. Yeah. Yeah. So, again... Um, Seriously, reach out to us. Give us some ideas on things you'd like to see paired. I, you know, questions you have on cigars or whiskey. If there's anything. if there is a general question that you have about cigars and the smoking experience, anything or something you'd like to see us do a side by side with, yeah, yeah, we can do Tell that. Us, yeah, totally. or if you have any general questions or even you know in depth questions of about whiskey and the process stuff like that, I mean, one of us will know more than likely. You'll know more than I will. But we'll we'll definitely and, come up with some answers for it. And if I don't know, we'll look I'll up. get educated yeah. before we come on the Which show. Which honestly, we that's one thing we love to do. We all there's always something to learn in the cigar world and the whiskey world. There's yeah. always something to learn. Always something. to And learn. Um, we are going to have um, some distillers on the show here eventually. Yep. Um, definitely this summer we'll have Alan Bishop on, which is going to be incredible. I can't wait for yep. that one. I think we're just going to sit back and let him talk. It sounds the du- good. The dude to can me. talk yeah. and he can educate, and it's going to yeah. be a blast. Um, so we're going to have more of that. Um, we're going to have. We definitely want to have a few other people in in here um, on the show that are not just going to be just whiskey or just cigars. They're going to mm-hmm. be like other people. We'll say that right now. We got more people coming. Yeah. So as we're wrapping up, I'll leave you with a little bit of wisdom from a little bit of wisdom. Wendell Berry. Wendell Berry. Are you familiar with him? No, I'm not. He's a farmer in Kentucky. Is that Holly Berry's, Holly no, Berry's bigger no. brother? No. Just a great writer. Um, this week, I was. it was an interview that somebody had done with him, and they were talking about, oh, how much more could you get done if you had a uh, computer when you're writing your books? Like, why do, you, why do you still use a typewriter? He said, a wound-up farmer doesn't grow corn any faster. To grow corn, you slow down to the pace of corn. So that's me telling you, relax. It'll be all right. And the best way to do that, a pour and a cigar. That's it. Absolutely. Well, again, guys, thanks for following us, um, watching this. Come out and try this pairing this week. We'll have it on special like we always do. Um, You can follow us on Instagram at Final Third Cigar. 
You can find me on Instagram at the Whiskey Pastor. And again, you can check out our YouTube channel. This again, Final Third Cigar and Whiskey Lounge. All podcast platforms. Listen to us. Yeah. Um, obviously, if you're listening to this, you're probably on one of those platforms in the first place. I would imagine so. Yeah. I don't know where else you'd find it. I don't either. <laughs> well, thanks a lot, guys, and cheers to you guys. Cheers. cheers.